Hey guys, how you doing? This is Andrew, and I just want to welcome you guys into my crazy life and how I got through it. I just want to thank you guys for lending me your time, lending me your ears. Um, thank you guys for inviting me into your spaces, into your homes, wherever you are, wherever you listen to here in the United States or, or around the world. Thank you guys for listening to the show. Um, today we're going to talk about workspace and anxiety and how, how workplace anxiety, I'm sorry, how workplace anxiety can, um, it can play a huge role in your life. Um, it can make you feel certain ways. It can make you, it can make you feel bummed out. It can make you feel angry. And we're just going to talk about some ways that you can, um, that you can combat work stress and anxiety. I'm joined today by my friend, Cassandra Bingham, and she is a certified mental health therapist here in the state of Mississippi. And she's here to talk about some ways that you can deal with work stress and anxiety and some, some ways that, um, some way that, some ways that you can handle stress. Um, um, like I said, at the, for the, um, commercial shoot for the show, um, over 40% of Americans, um, deal with work stress and anxiety. And I know you guys listening around, listen, that's listening around the world, um, especially in Europe. Um, I don't know, um, I don't know any statistics for the countries that you're in, but, I do know that work stress and anxiety is something that plays a huge part in in, in people's lives and people's day-to-day -day lives because we all have to go to work, right? We all have to get up and we all, we all have to um we all have to make a living. So there is um there is a huge um area um that concern, that concerns a lot of people with with, the, with this specific topic. So, like I said today, we're talking about work stress and anxiety. So, based on a survey uh, from the Anxiety Disorders Association of America, while only 9% of individuals are living with a diagnosed anxiety disorder, 40% experience ongoing stress or anxiety in their daily lives. Work anxiety refers to the stress caused by work that leads to anxiety or the impact of anxiety disorder at work. And all of that is a very fancy way of saying that, look, when I get to work, when I make it to work, sometimes I don't want to be there. Um, and it's, it's the, the situation, it, it may be the, the situation may deal with people. The situation may deal with, um, something that I have to do. Um, like I said earlier, there is responsibility that is, that is tied into, um, into our jobs, but, um, we're all, we're all, um, wrapped in flesh and we're all human and we all deal with, we, we deal with certain things. There may be certain things that goes on that goes that went on at home the night prior that makes it harder for us to deal with work stress and makes it harder for us to to deal with anxiety that that's um that's caused by it. And before we get into the um before we get into the conversation with Cassandra, um I just want to give you guys some um some some tips on how you can avoid uh, work stress and how you can avoid anxiety. Like I say, um, 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 over 90% of people's, of people, um, suffer from generalized anxiety disorder. That is a huge number. Um, and, 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 and just looking at it, um, anxiety and stress coupled with something, um, you know, doing something that I I don't want to do or something that I'm, that I'm not particularly fond of doing that, that can play a huge part in your life. So 
the first um, first thing you want to look at when we're dealing with work stress and anxiety, you want to start your day off right. Um, I like to start my day off with some exercise. I like to start my day off with um, some morning meditation. I like to start my day off with some prayer. Um, whatever you can, whatever you can do to start your day off, um, make sure you're starting it off right. And um, and just listen to this. After scrambling to get the kids fed and off to school, dodging traffic and combating road rage and gulping down coffee in lieu of a healthy breakfast, many people arrive to work already stressed. This makes them more reactive to stress in the workplace. Um, you may be surprised on how affected by workplace stress, um, workplace stress, the workplace can stress, stress you and have a stressful morning. When you start the day off with planning, good nutrition, and positive attitude, you may find the stress of your job rolls down in your bag more easily. Hey, but everybody doesn't have um everybody doesn't have time to work out. Everybody doesn't have time to get up um, um to to do certain things, and that's that may be some of the things that uh, people will say when they hear this. Well, I really don't have time to do that, and I really I really don't have time to um um um. To, to get my morning started, but I just want to um, implore you to um, to make time. Though uh, um, um, I, I heard I, I heard this saying a long time ago, we um, we make time for the things that we want to do. So we have to make time. We have to make time for us because if you're not investing in yourself, you're not doing anything. So invest time in yourself. Invest time in, in, in into um, self care into um, and to preserving yourself because some of these things like starting your day off right is something that will help you deal with some of the things that you may encounter along the day. So starting your day off right. Um, the next thing is to, to be clear on requirements. Um, that's a big thing right there because I want to know what it is that um what it is that I'm dealing with and I want to know what it is that um uh what what's going on whenever I get there and um uh one of one of the big things when I was in the army it was um it, it was if things weren't going right it was a cluster and um uh, uh and that can be that can be on your job when when things are not going right when you get there everything is just close it's just a cluster and you you're wondering man why in the world am i here why in the heck am i here and why in the heck am i am i having to do these things one because because we're responsible uh two because it, it's a requirement and then three um this is what gets the bill the bills paid so we we have to be clear on the requirements and it says a factor known to contribute to job burnout is unclear requirement for employees. If you don't know exactly what is expected of you or in those requirements of your role, keep changing with, with little notice, you may become extremely stressed. Um, if you find yourself never knowing if what you're doing is enough, it may help you to talk with your supervisor. You can take time to go over expectations and discuss strategies for meeting with by meeting with them, this can relieve the stress for both of you. Um, how many of you know that 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 is a, a, a is a clear uh, textbook answer? Because um, you might not even see your supervisor. Your supervisor may not even be there, even be there that day. Uh, but your supervisor uh, has already given you a task and already said um, 
you, you need to make this happen by, by the day. And Cassandra, Cassandra and I, we can uh, we can we can vouch for uh for for that you know uh, by some of the changes that are going on uh where uh where we work uh well just be clear on the on requirements and the next thing is stay away from conflict man that is hard <laughs> staying away from conflict conflict because a lot of times there are situations on the job where people are just messy and people are just flat out um people are just flat out uh, uh um um, on the job just to cause just to cause chaos, and that can be a huge thing. Um, so it, it says, uh, stand away, stand away from conflict. Now listen to what it says. It says interpersonal conflict can take a toll on your physical and emotional health. Conflict uh, among coworkers can be difficult to escape, so it's a good idea to avoid conflict at work as much as you can. Uh, listen at this. Don't gossip. Don't share too many of your personal opinions about religion and politics and steer clear of colorful, colorful office humor. Don't gossip. Don't share too much about religion or politics and steer clear of colorful humor. Man, that is that is all that happens at work, especially um, just this past um, November. This November was <laughs> was huge. You're trying to, and you're saying steer, steering away from um, religion and politics. Man, that was just a huge. That was just too big to do in some cases. But if you wanna, if you wanna keep down uh, work stress and work anxiety, hey, you gotta avoid those conflicts, man. Sometimes you just gotta see people and know people for who they are, and then sometimes you gotta turn around when you see. That person, um, uh, sister so and so, or brother, or, or brother, huh? You just gotta know when to run, you gotta know when to get away from them. So, stay away from conflict and stay away from, um, stay away from certain situations at work. The next thing you want to do is stay organized by a show of hands. <laughs> How many people have? Uh, a problem with staying organized and I'll be the first person to raise my hand on that right there um, when when I was in the army and I and I and I go back to this a lot um, setting your battle rhythm for for the day understanding what it is that you have to do for the day and being organized my wife is a um, my wife is a huge um, she's a huge organization fan she um she has the planners and she has the stickers and she has everything uh color coded and this is what you have to do and this is what you need to do and i am not that guy i'll be the first to admit i am not that guy um look i can wing it <laughs> I, I can wing it i can look at it but look I can work in organized chaos and i understand that um, most people can work in organized chaos but the big thing that you have to do to to avoid work stress um and 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 work stress and anxiety i'm sorry um stay organized even if you're naturally if you're a naturally disorganized person planning ahead to stay organized can greatly decrease your stress at work being organized with your time means less rushing in the morning to avoid being late and less hustling to get out at the end of the day now i will say me I am not, um, I hate late. Um, I am a 15 minute prior person. I, I like, I like to be there and I like to, um, I like to, uh, get my coffee and I like to do, um, uh, walk around and say hello because when we get to work, we don't start work on time, do we? <laughs> I'm just saying. 
So I, I'm, 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 I'm not that person. But staying organized, staying organized is um, uh, is something that can help you avoid stress. Uh, being comfortable, being comfortable at your job, knowing, um, knowing what it is that you have to do, and knowing what it is that you have to do in order to be successful on your job is a big thing. So that is a huge way to to avoid. Uh, work stress and anxiety that is a huge way to um to um to 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 know what it is that you have to do so being comfortable another surprising stressor about work or physical discomfort um often related to where you perform most of your daily tasks such as your disc um you may you you might not not notice your stress if you're sitting in an uncomfortable chair just for a few minutes but if you practice live in that chair when you're at work you might you might have a sore back or you might or or be more reactive to stress because of it so being comfortable just understanding what it is that you have to do understanding that um um um, you, you knowing my area around me, um, to try to avoid clutter, try to avoid um, things, um, having a lot of things on your desk. Uh, I, I, I say I can work on organized chaos, but I, I, I don't like a messy disc. I don't like everything on my desk, and I don't like things just being strong around. I have to know where it is. I have to, I have to, I have to see where it is, and that can help me, um, and that can help me. Uh, uh, get around um, certain things um, and finally um, forget multitasking um, everybody can't do more than one thing at a time and that is a huge thing everybody can't um, uh, some people can't walk and chew bubblegum at the same time so don't 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 try to um, uh, um, um, overload yourself uh, with, with with a lot of tasks, concentrate on one thing, focus on being good at one thing. So forget multitasking. Multitasking was once heralded as a fantastic way to maximize one's time to get more done in the day. However, people eventually be, began to realize that if they had if they had a phone um, to their ear and they were making calculations at the same time, the speed and accuracy um it often suffered so again most people can't talk and chew bubble gum at the same time i mean walking to chew bubble gum at the same time so don't try to multitask if you're not a multitasker but if you're a multitasker i mean that that um if, if that works for you that works for you I'm, i i i can multitask i can do more than one thing um more than one thing at a time so um you know just um just try to just try to focus on on doing one thing and focus on being you and uh with that being said uh we're gonna um we're gonna turn the show over to cassandra cassandra can you hear me yes i can hear you how are you doing hey how you doing i'm good Okay, um, uh, Cassandra, if you would just um, just give the people, um, just give the listeners a, 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 a little background on you and um, uh, where you, uh, um, you know, your your place in your place in the mental health field and um, some of the some of the things that you do. 
Okay. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, I have been in the mental health field for, you're welcome. I've been in the mental health field for over seven, seven, about seven years, working with people over 15 years. So I've experienced a great deal of workplace stress from others as well as myself. Um, mental health is my passion. I have had the unlucky pleasure of having to deal with workplace anxiety before. So, um, and I've also had to help others through it. Um, other than that, I have a lot of background in, in this area, um, doing therapy, individual, family, group, um, counseling, therapy sessions to help people deal with not only anxiety but any other mental health issues um, that they may be facing during most, especially during this time um, where everybody's under a great deal of stress. But uh, we'll go right into talking about the workplace anxiety um, stress and its stress. Um, a lot of times people don't understand or know when they're experiencing anxiety. Um, Work anxiety can drastically affect you uh, and your quality of life and leave you counting down the minutes um, till it's time to clock out. Exactly. I know sometimes myself, I have watched, watched the clock <laughs> from 8 to 4.30 or 5 just waiting on the or dread pulling up in a parking lot. Yeah. Um, Three to four people experience stress and anxiety in their life, and it interferes with their daily lives and the workplace with no exception. Anxiety can affect performance at work, the quality of work, relationship with your colleagues and with your supervisor. And if you already have outside issues in the home, within your life, with your health, family, that's just an added stressor going to work, you want to have an outlet, but it's like you're walking out of one situation into another one, and and it doesn't help what you're already going through. Mm -hmm. So most times people don't know how to deal with the anxiety, especially in the workplace, because when they have so much going on at home or within themselves, they tend to take it to work. And because they're already experiencing a number of issues, they tend to combine the things. I'm already going through something, so if I'm upset, then I bring it to work, and that, that makes me have an attitude with you, or right, I'm right. upset that I'm supposed to do something, or, right. Right. or right. I couldn't right. I just want to work that day. Right. But right. I'm, mad. I, I, I'm mad that I get it. I, I have to be here, and I'm overwhelmed. Um, sometimes we we tend to make the situ situation worse because we don't know how to manage. And, and, and that's that's a lot of issues with people in the workforce. They cannot manage themselves because they're so consumed with everything around them that they don't realize that they have piled so much on them. So they, they, they're at a point of they're ready to explode. And if not, they don't want to explode on somebody. They feel like they're crashing down on themselves. And they don't know how to take a step back. Right, and when right, you're right. dealing with the workplace and you're stressed and having those and anxious feelings, 
sometimes we have to take a step back and try to refocus on, you know, our purpose and, you know, why we are here. We cannot perform um, successfully if we are overwhelmed and stressed. Because right. we can't think straight, we don't. Nothing, right, right. nothing is gonna go right. I don't care how knowledge you have or anything. When you start to, to experience those things, it it just makes everything around you corrupt because right, 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 you, right. you don't you don't have a focus on that goal or the task accomplished. Right. Um, but um, one thing I want to mention is. A lot of times people don't even know what anxiety is. Right. Um, you know, yeah, we know anxious and overwhelmed, and sometimes we ask ourselves, you know, how do I know I'm experiencing anxiety? I don't know the signs where here's a couple of signs that you can put to use and wonder, okay, I felt like this, so, but I didn't think there was anxiety. Uh, you begin to uh, be excessive worrying or have irrational thoughts. Right. Um, you have trouble falling asleep, staying asleep. Sometimes we on the job. We don't feel rested. Um, we exaggerate reactions. Sometimes we overreact. It could be a simple email that your boss sent and it may have exclamation marks behind it. <laughs> you may think your boss is sending you with a because <laughs> I know with me and I'm like, oh, wait, you got all these words that sound like you point your finger at me. You hollering, you know, yeah, but yeah, because yeah. I'm over-exaggerating yeah. in it, you know, but because I'm experiencing this anxiety, I'm looking at everything in a negative manner. Yeah. Um. Sometimes there tends to be some shaking and trembling. You may not realize it, but you may have a shiver in your voice. It may crack or... You may notice your leg or arm or something. It just has a, a shape, a tremor. You may not look like a, it doesn't happen all the time, but it's a, it's, a, it's an adverse reaction to your your body because when you're experiencing that anxiety, your uh, muscles tend to be all wild and all over the place, yeah. place jumping, different things. But yeah. um, you may see yourself having a dry mouth, starts with, the worst of mine I've experienced this myself is my heart would start beating fast. Yeah. I know I when my anxiety is high, I need to get up and I need to move around and walk. Um, some causes that some causes of workplace anxiety would include um, dealing with workplace bullying and the conflict. There's always somebody on the job that you just don't want to deal with. Oh, yeah. They think they know more. Oh, they yeah. want to be the boss when they're not. So that that's one thing that tends to cause stresses in the workplace. That's a big one. Um, right there. Mean deadlines. I, as you talked about oh, I am a witness to that. God, <laughs> don't we know? Um, deadlines are hard. Especially if you are short staffed. Yeah. <laughs> um, you feel like uh, there's not enough time in the day to complete and, and meet all these demands and expectations of the job when you don't have sometimes all the tools you need. You don't have, you, you're too busy trying to do your job, everybody else's job. And, and, and as things come and you have those deadlines, but you can't complete them because the more deadlines are coming in. Yeah. 
um, managing staff, working long hours, and maintaining healthy relationships with coworkers. Now, de- when dealing with workplace stress and anxiety, you have to have a reasonable relationship with your coworkers. I don't care if it's you may not like them, or they may not like you, or you may not want to work with them. I am a loner. I like to work by myself, but sometimes you need others to help you. Um, But I have learned, and we all should learn to use a team or have a team or somebody that you can depend on or that'll be supportive because when, when working, you need somebody to give you that extra push or to let you know that okay, something is not right, because a lot of times we tend to ignore the signs that we are having um, some issues or that something is not right or going on, and we, you know, try to keep going, but then we get to that breaking point, and you take it out on everybody. So it's good to have some kind of working relationship with people in the workplace, you know, not to tell them your personal business or... Uh, talk about your other coworker or the the neighbor down the street. Just somebody that can say, "Okay, look, we we in this together. We are all working, you know. Because when when we look, when you look good, we all look good. We want to help each other look good. Because at the end of the day, don't care where you work at, it's all about that that business. So you know, and and, and that tends to give people a good um." vibe and feedback to say, okay, well, we can work together when you hear about this job. Oh, well, they they don't mind helping. They got a good team, you know. Things like that help to reduce that stress and anxiety in the workplace. Yeah. Um. I, also, you can – go ahead. Look, I, I just wanted to add, when, uh, when you're when – you're Did you ha- want to say? Yeah, I just wanted to add, when you're, when you're happy at work, you tend to do your best work. When 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 things are going right and when things, are, when things are going on um, when things are going good and you can you you you're um and you're um you're gelling with everybody at work that's when you tend to do your best work. But I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go yes, ahead. That, go ahead. Go that ahead. is absolutely. That's okay. That's okay. Thank you. That's absolutely true. What you just said. Um, if I'm happy, you happy. That's just how it is at work. If I come in and I'm starting a confusion, it's going to throw everybody day off. And, you know, everybody is on edge looking at each other. So you're you're definitely right with that. Um, But sometimes we need to learn how to cope with anxiety at work. I know a lot of times we want to take off. We don't want to show up. We may sit in a parking lot 15, 30 minutes before we even go in the building. But uh in order to cope with anxiety at work, you need to be able to manage. You've got to learn how to. That's the biggest thing. If you don't know how to manage anxiety, you're not going to be successful in overcoming it. Um, so you need to be sure that you make time for yourself away from work. I have found this most helpful for me. When I am away from work, I like to sit outside, whether I'm under the tree, on the porch, or whatever. You have to find out what's comfortable for you and what makes you happy when you're not experiencing it. And and you you cannot do this alone, but before you can bring somebody else in the scenario or in the picture, you have to deal with your inner self to see what's triggering these 
anxiety. Because sometimes it could be the job, but sometimes it could be you. Yeah. So yeah. we can't be in denial. You know, we have to think, okay, what am I doing wrong? Or can I ask for help? And I want to uh, make this a point to everybody that most employers should offer an, an employee assistance program for different issues and and if you're experiencing the workplace stress and anxiety, they should offer those services. So if you ever have these issues, you should be able to reach out to your human resources or human resource officer or someone, your boss, to find out because those programs should be available to let you, you know, get this service without having to go out um, in in the community to. Um, work on reducing your anxiety and stress, especially if it's causing the workplace. Um, change your scenery. You need to take lunch breaks outside of the office. Don't shut up. Get fresh, fresh air is always the go-to. It's nothing like a breath of fresh air. Sometimes we need to take a deep breath, meditate, get a cup of coffee, you know, different things. You have to find out what's best for you because what works for me may not work for you. Um, so it's good to ask people what, you know, things you can do. But if you don't like those things, don't try to force yourself to do nothing that's out of the ordinary for you. Because I may, in in my case, I like, I love outside. I can go and sit out there for hours and I feel peaceful. And sometimes I may return in a house or back in the office, even on my lunch break, and it's like, Oh God, I gotta go back in here. Know, but know. you know, you've gotta learn how to manage and deal with things. Um that's that's one important that's the most important thing. And you need to be able to examine yourself and reflect on your purpose for the job. Why are you there? What can I do to be better? Who you know, who are you serving? We all know that there's different jobs and everything, but each job serves a purpose. Each uh, employee serves a purpose. So you've got to reestablish your reason because if you're not happy on that job, you cannot force yourself to overcome the anxiety. So sometimes we have to reevaluate ourselves and say, you know, is this something I really want to do? Can I see myself here another five years? You know, some things we got to do. We got to do soul searching and examine ourselves. That's right. That's right. But, uh, and I'll, I'll kind of go off topic. Well, still be on topic, but I'll talk about my own personal um, issues. Years ago, I suffered from workplace anxiety. I used to work for, for um, Department of Human Services, and I was in the field of quite a bit of time daily, every day. Mm -hmm. Seeing things, hearing things, it became overwhelming to know that things were going on right around you, and there's nothing you could really do other than to try to save a child at the time I was working in children's services. Mm -hmm. And I experienced my first anxiety attack. And I, I did not know. I actually went to the hospital because I felt like I couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm, One thing mm -hmm. about anxiety is you feel like you're dying. Mm -hmm, you feel mm -hmm. like you can't breathe. You feel, you feel like somebody loves you almost. You know, heart rate goes up, mm -hmm. mouth get dry. You think that it's twisting. 
is that absolute worst feeling that you think you're near death. Um, when I first went to the emergency room and they could not find any, no health problems, no issues, they saw nothing. And to get the diagnosis back that you're experiencing anxiety attack, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. But, and I'm like, well, I don't, it's nothing wrong with me, you know. I don't know why I'm having, you know, an anxiety attack. It leaves you puzzled. Mm-hmm. And so as I went along and I'm like, okay, well, I, I, I didn't know that was my first experience. And then it started becoming constant. And as long as I was at work, I would feel like that. But the minute I went out of that office and I went home or wherever I went, it was just like a relief. But sometimes you're so clouded and overwhelmed with things around you that you don't realize this job is causing a problem. I remember taking a leave for for about a month and I didn't have those attacks. Mm -hmm. I didn't Mm -hmm. feel like something was wrong or my my judgment was clouded or, you know, anxiety is tricky. They'll have you sometimes with this cloudy, fuzzy fuzzy feeling in your head. Mm. Um, but as long as I was away from the job, I had to, I enjoyed being away from the job. I didn't feel like that. But as soon as I returned to the job, it's like, okay, these feelings are back. Um, so I had to do myself some, what's going on with this job? You know, it's overwhelming. You don't feel safe at times. You don't have the support from the administration or even your coworkers at times, you are piled up with more work than others. So that became a problem. And in order for me to get over that, I had to take a leave. And sometimes we have to step away from our environment in order to redeem ourselves. We have to try to refocus and regroup. I always tell people, you always hear me say, if something happens to you, that job goes on. Yeah. So you and you don't want to feel like you're in a position to choose because, yeah, we all need a job. We like the financial perks and benefits of it. It pays the bills. It gives us luxury things if we can afford it, different things, you know. But it's nothing like your health and peace of mind. And if that job interferes with that, it does no good to have those benefits when you cannot utilize them successfully because you can't perform the work. You can't do the work. You're not there. You can't you you can't be happy. Wow. And when you get to the point where a job is just always oh, just pays bills, you're gonna miss something. Yeah. You're not gonna you're not gonna fulfill that company's mission. You're not gonna be successful, whether it's in the community, um, working with others, helping others or whatever. When you get to that point, it's time to say, okay, I need to go or I need to I need to step away, get my, myself together and come back. Because now we experience these workplace anxiety and stress symptoms, but it's not fair to us to feel that way. But it's also not fair for the job to have to do that because yeah, they hired us to do these jobs, but we also were um hired to make sure we perform regardless of things that are going on. I know, I know sometimes it's acting a little bit too much, okay? Mm-hmm. But 
we have to make sure we have to make sure we're fulfilling our goal as well as their goal. So if we feel like, okay, this is too much for me, leave. You know, you got to do what's best for you because right, at the end right, of the right, day, right. if if you if something happens to you next month, your position is going to be filled. Right, That's just right, reality. Right, right, right. right. So. Right. I, care themselves because your employer goes on because as sure as something happens or you have to take a leave of absence or you become medically sick, you know, on different things, you, somebody has to fulfill that role while you're not there. So you have to, especially when you have a family because they're the ones in your children. Because they're depending on you, so you need to be able to take care of yourself because you'll find another job. It may not be the job you want. It may be the ideal job you want. Right. But you cannot do those jobs unless you're well and healthy. Right, um, right. So uh, my, you know, sometimes uh, I, I, I like to talk about my own personal experiences, but because of the position I was in at the time, I try not to bring that out in the public mm-hmm. but I also try to encourage people and let them know that it is real it will affect you it affected me um, just because we're professionals it does not give us to say oh okay we don't deal with that that's a lie you know we're most times we're the ones that experience it more because we're hearing it from the people we serve and it's like oh what I can do but that's you know, that's my job, but I also have a life, so sometimes I have to try to separate the two because otherwise I'm going to be more stressed and anxious because I'm wondering how I can help you, but I'm forgetting that I need to help myself too. Oh, wow. That's, so, that's, that's really you know, cool. anxiety is tricky. Yeah, anxiety is tricky, and you have to just, you have to learn how to manage it and not let things overwhelm you um you just stay focused i encourage people to stay focused as much as possible i always say get you a notebook if you know you're dealing with something or you feel some kind of way write it down and if you need to come back to it you realize i feel this way when i go here i don't feel this way when i'm there you know look get those points to see what's triggering these things um and and may and then you can reduce those levels of you know and anxious symptoms that you're feeling. Yeah. And you know, and make sure you you have some um some you need an outlet. I don't care where it is, who it is, what it is. Um, you know, get an outlet because just as sure as you deal with what those things, the anxiety and stress will kill you. It will. Um, it will. So don't put yourself in position or wait to, or wait until it's too late that you're too far gone to even be able to do this on your own because you definitely can take the anxiety and stress and deal with it yourself. But you don't want to get to the position where you can't manage it and you become dependent on medication, alcohol, or other things that are not good for us. 
So if you can catch it and realize that something is wrong and you're experiencing this, you need to talk to somebody as soon as possible. For the locate your local mental health agency or private therapist, any private agencies that may focus on providing mental health services, whatever, before you get to the point where you become dependent on medication. I always tell people um, medication may be good at, a, at the time, but it is not a lifelong remedy. Um, I, my, my favorite thing about medication is just a Band-Aid. When I take that Band-Aid off, if I don't address it um, and, and take care of it, that cut or whatever I'm covering up is still there when I unwrap it. So in order to get to the root of the problem, you need to be able to, to address it. You've got to take care of it, treat it like a wound, and when it heals, you can move on and you'll feel better. So I, I encourage everybody to um, look within themselves. Go and research. Don't listen to everything you hear or what it said. You need to be, because we're all different, and anxiety may trigger us certain ways. So just be, you know, do the research to see what those triggers could possibly be, um, and it'll help you. But don't wait until it's too late to where you need to become dependent or prescribe this medication or or it turns into a mental disorder if it goes untreated. Wow. So that that's all I have to share, um, I think. Um, <laughs> but I you know, I just won't pe get with that. Well um I think I, yeah. I I think that um I think that you did an excellent job and I think that you gave uh, people a lot to think about. Um because one thing just to pick up a caveat off what you said, um Work stress and anxiety can kill you. Um, if you're experiencing something like that, it is um, right. it is it, it is important to seek help. It is important to um, reach out, and I, I just want to let you guys know, um, uh, Cassandra is just one of many people here. If you're in the state of Mississippi and you're listening to this, or if you're in, if you're in the United States or around the world for that matter, if you're listening to this and you are experience some if you're experiencing some type of mental health disorder don't be afraid to reach out don't be afraid to talk to someone about what's going on because um i say this all the time um um god has god has special he, he specialized or, or I, I say ordained people to do this 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 type of work a lot of people a lot of people are afraid of um of mental health and i was one of those individuals um you know, uh, 10 years ago, you couldn't get me to talk to a crazy doctor in my, in my own words, because I'm not crazy. You can't, you couldn't get me to do that, but don't be afraid to reach out guys. <laughs> um, listen to, listen, definitely, definitely listen. like when you, Cassandra, is there, is there anything else that you, um, that you'd like to share or, or anything else you want to say? I know. Uh, wherever you are listening, look up your local providers. Reach out 
to them for resources. There is help available. Like you said, Andrew, people should not be ashamed because just we are, we are human. And it's human nature. We're going to experience things. So don't think you're alone in this battle. Don't be embarrassed to ask for help, to talk to someone. That's what it, That's what people like me and Andrew and others are here for. Reach out to someone, whether it's via Facebook, phone. It does not matter. The resources are there. You just have to utilize them. But I have nothing else to say um, in regards to it. If you want to look me up, you can do that and reach out to me. I am always open for a conversation. It does not matter who or what you are. I am willing to help, and I'm sure there are others. So just know that you're not alone, and everybody there, there's somebody out there to help you, and those resources are available. You can also go on the Department of Mental Health website and look at some resources in the community, too. That's a good point. Well, guys, with that being said, I just want to thank you guys for allowing us to come into your spaces and allowing us to come into your homes. Thank you guys for listening. This is Andrew, and this is My Crazy Life and How I Got Through It. And thank you, Cassandra, for coming on. Thank you for sharing your wealth of information with us. Um, we just want to say we appreciate you, okay? You're welcome. Let's listen to the video this time. <laughs> All right, all right. All right, guys, this is my crazy life and how I got through it. Thank you.